that continues to happen to our military community all the time. And in my case, I lost time at least two years. I'm talking upwards of 50, 60 grand out the window. Don't inject your emotion into the person you're going to partner with. Choose not to live in a world of filters. Realize your mistakes. Set the foundation for your success. Get some wins. Knucklehead Podcast. Welcome to another edition of Knucklehead Podcast. You got with you today, the Knucklehead Stephen. And I'm excited to have this. I mean, if you're listening, you're robbing yourself of an opportunity to see this glorious red beard on the other side of the computer screen. We've got Greg Buddha all the way from Bangkok, Thailand. And Greg runs a fantastic business. If you know anything about jewelry, there's a lot of folks out there that complain about the price of jewelry. Well, let me tell you something. When you have jewelry and you have precious stones and metals and the combination thereof that people wear on themselves, you can very easily get some crap. And you can get some crap that can actually cause some damage to you. And Mm -hmm. Greg, I'm not talking about his business. We're talking about the things that people have screwed up and mistakes, and this is knucklehead. But I got to brag on him a little bit. His He has some high, high quality precious metals and jewelry, and I'm sure he can tell you exactly how to get in touch with him. So, Greg, all the way from Bangkok, Thailand, and I want you to talk a little bit about your, not just about your jewelry business, but some of the learnings that you had to go through. I know that you had to go through some of what I was talking about before in terms of understanding that there's some metals that can screw people up. And... There's some things that, that don't bond well together whenever you go to sell a, a high-quality precious stone. So I'm sure that you have your fair share of learnings uh, that you've had to go through, Greg. Or am I off base there? No, you're definitely on point. Thank you very much. I adore the Knucklehead Podcast, and I'm honored to be actually face-to-face with you on video. We've met once or twice at different trade shows, yep. and um, the Military Influencers Conference deserves a shout-out on a trade show. That's a, that's a whole thing into itself. But um, 100%. 100%. Thank you very much for uh, uh, letting us hook up on this time. So, you know, I'm a Marine. That's where I, I come from. I, I joined in 93 and I got after I got out after a tour in Iraq in, in 2004. So I, I, I just stumbled upon the, the business that I'm in. It could have been gasoline. It could have been, it could have been uh, retail. It could have been finance. It could have been any of those things. It just has so happened that when I got out of, uh, when I left the fleet or I left the Marine Corps, I started selling jewelries. I needed a job and I started going to college and I needed a job at night. Part of my time in the Marine, I was a Marine security guard and we had all these cool suits that the state department buys for you. <laughs> so we never wear them. So I got all these suits. So I was like, just sell jewelry. And um, I was making 12 bucks an hour and then going to college at night. And I think that if I would have maybe took a gas station job, I'd be running a gas company. Or if I would have been taking a, any other career, just sort of how, you know, my personality is. I'm a, I kind of get into things and change things up. This guy, I go deep into certain things, but okay. The thing is, I think about- that's the I think that's the artist in you. Would you say? I mean, I that the the way that you advertise and market your your business, the videos that you put together, they're phenomenal. Uh, I oh, mean, so they're very very well represented, and the way that you display the products that you have uh, very prominently on your website, you make it very clear what people are getting. Right where. In a lot of cases, whenever you're dealing with brokers or you're dealing with wholesalers that uh, that facilitate these B2B relationships, a lot of times their money is made in the uh, in the minutia. Their money is made in the in the the lack of clarity, so to speak. There's a lot of of vagueness and uh, in a you know not a lot of clarity being communicated. And you lean into the over communication in a way. Which or is that off base again? You're right. So when I was a 
I was okay. Flash, you know, back up to when you were in. Uh, I'm a I'm an infantryman, so I was going to the school of infantry in San Diego, and yeah. uh, somewhere there's several schools. Back in my time, you go through several different schools, and during one of the schools, uh, my high school girlfriend and I were like, "Ooh, we're tight." Like I'm, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, my my dumbass thinking, I've got the one. She's a fantastic girl. That's where my mind's going. And then, but later as I'm a, you know, I see things as an adult now, she saw a ticket out of her city town that I just came from. So I didn't quite see that then. And it's, it's not an uncommon phenomenon in our community of military people. So I, in the middle of SOI, I ran off to uh, uh, the mall in Oceanside. And uh, this guy saw me coming, like this sales dude at Whitehall Jewelry, whatever the hell it is. He saw me coming, screaming high and tight. I mean, I'm a whole buck 20 of weight. You know, he's got school of infantry. I've got some stink like cash sales. I'm like a boot, a totally boot. And I, I walk in there, tell him like, I've got this girlfriend. He sells me a ring that literally should cost $200. And I, not only did I pay about $1,300 or something for it, I financed it. So because he upsold and upsold. And long story short is I got ripped off. I got ripped off primarily because I was stupid. Secondarily, because I was a military person. Those two reasons combined are a beautiful sale to the guy on the other end of the counter. I was completely unaware of sophisticated sales and all of that. I had no idea about that. And not only did it bust up my credit because I was unable to pay that ticket because I didn't realize that $300 a month was uh, not enough to support my whatever, $300, $400 a paycheck, whatever the hell we're getting paid as PFCs and Lance Corporals. Um, wasn't enough to sustain the, the credit line I had just laid myself out on. But that messed me up. Then all the drama that went with it, I basically got ripped off. But thank God that relationship knocked down. Oof, that was, that's a, <laughs> it was that, a blessing that, and a curse at the same geez, time. That, 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 that girl spent a lot of time in jail, like prison. Like, oof, but that was a dodge bullet. Oh, but wow. um, I mean, I come from a background of adversity. And then I you know, jumped on the yellow footprints, put myself into more adversity, of course. But I like that space. I'm, com- I'm really comfortable there. Um, I still am very, very comfortable there. Now I just can, um, I feel like I'm in half control of the adversity. Like I, I kind of want to put myself where people aren't because I thrive there. My synaptic processes fire like magic. When I'm chilling, I'm really chilling. And I don't, I'm too comfortable. I'm not productive. When I'm uncomfortable, I get after it. And I, I want to compete with everybody. I want to, I want to be better than everybody around me. And that just kind of, I want to go the hard way. We were just talking about this. We were just Mm -hmm. talking about how, well, the the phenomenon that we were talking about had more to do with being comfortable, being comfortable, being uncomfortable, right? I, I think I've heard a lot of successful folks describe it that way. And there's a difference between being comfortable, being uncomfortable and a difference truly putting yourself in precarious situations just to go to try to find your way out of them. If you know what I'm saying? Like if you, if you're like, you know what? I think, I I think what I'm going to do is I'm just going to, I'm going to set up a tent in the backyard just because I want to be comfortable being uncomfortable. No. Okay. Listen, dumbass. Um, We're not talking about putting yourself in an uncomfortable situation just because we're talking about being able to think your way through uh, an adverse set of circumstances in an optimal way and, and in a way that actually creates a, uh, a process to where if you find yourself there again, you can, you can get yourself out of it. I think that's what it's, you're talking about. It's so addictive, Stephen, that when I left the fleet, when I left the Marines at, right after a tour in Iraq, I basically said, okay, Marine Corps, that's enough. I get, I, I, I'm ready to move on with my world. I 
I signed up like once that, like shortly after I, my tour through AF, it was a, I, I got hired by Blackwater. I was a, a nat's ass away from becoming a, a contractor, right? Because I sat at my home and I was like, this is boring. So, so I didn't really have the tools. I didn't, I, I was, I, I wanted to continue that discomfort. So I made a decision. I literally had a ticket. I was going to go that, that evening to Virginia or something and do this training with Blackwater to be a contractor. But I, I stood there and I decided, no, I've got to get control of this emotional desire to force myself into precarious situations. That's a decision to become a, in 2004, to become a contractor. That's a major, you're walking into constant gunfights. And that's a decision that sounded like a great idea, but that's just insane. That is just insane. And I, I, I decided because of my adversity addiction, I guess I kind of would call it like that that I made a point to change that because something needed to give or my life would be continually in really adverse situations that are all out of my control versus now they're pretty much in my, pretty much in my, I could, like I know when I'm going to tackle a business problem, everything's going to be a fiasco. I'm probably going to choke the chicken a few times and I'm okay with that versus drop myself back in the middle of Aldiwania or Nazaria or something. hundred <laughs> percent. Have you ever asked yourself why you haven't started a podcast? Well, I already know the reason, so do you. You don't feel like you're tech savvy. You don't feel like you got your message wired tight. And quite frankly, it's just, it's all this mystification going on. Quite frankly, uh, our process helps to demystify that. We're push button for podcasts, we're knucklehead. Why knucklehead? Well, we lead with the fact that you don't know what you're doing. We do, we've been there. We've actually been in your shoes. We take your spoken voice. We literally give a human voice to your website. You wanna bring dead leads to life? Well, then you need to talk to knucklehead. Essentially, what we're gonna do is we're gonna take you through our process and we're gonna help take your human voice and increase the process for you going from dead leads to life. How do I how do, I do that? Well, you essentially just take your human voice, put it in a directory and let people consume more of you. Give your audience the ability to Netflix on you. They wanna binge watch you, they wanna binge listen. Give them the ability to take your voice along on that commute with them. So. You can get in touch with us, Steven at Knucklehead Podcasts, or if you've got a really cool story, stories at Knucklehead Podcasts. You can find us on LinkedIn and on Facebook at Knucklehead Promotions, LLC. And get in touch with us. Don't be a beta about the process. Don't let the fact that you don't know prevent you from getting some wins. So don't be a beta, get some wins, and contact us today. See you. Well, I think it's a really interesting scenario to be in, right? So when we talk about business and relationships, I love how you prefaced your story by saying it could have been any industry, right? And you, and you named a variety of industries. It just so happened to be that this is the one that you picked, right? However, there is a principle, there's morals, there's ethics, there's, there's a way that, that you can conduct yourself that will always create the past. It will, it will literally always create what you've always created in the past, but something changed, something changed with your mindset. Uh, and I don't know what it was, but so for some people, it's a, you know, they have a come to Jesus experience. They, they give themselves to Christ or, or they, you know, they, they marry a, a woman or they have a relationship with somebody. And, and that's, that's what wakes them up. Some, there's something that happens. Uh, for me, it's just been reading more about uh, a disorder that I was talking to you a little bit earlier about simply just because I didn't understand the way that my brain worked. Right. And I didn't understand my brain, you know, and we're all comprised of energy will start to draw to it only what it's able to produce, 
right? And if I'm only, if I'm using these old patterns over and over and over again, I'm only going to attract to me what I've always attracted as opposed to what I truly want in life. And it's interesting how your story, I, I really admire the, you know, and, and I don't know a whole lot of details about your business, but I admire what I, what I have been able to, to consume thus far because I'm familiar enough with people who don't do quality work that you can recognize people who do. And I, and I just, I think that that's a credit to you. I appreciate that a ton. And I do it the, for, for my retail brand, which is called the Jewelry Republic. That is strictly for the military people. It's so that when Steven gets, you want to buy your wife a, a piece of jewelry, that's where I come in be, within our community. I don't advertise outside of our community. I don't do anything outside of the military community. Why? I don't know how to talk to those normal people, if you will. I call them normal people. But I don't, I don't know how to talk to them. I don't know how to do that. I'm comfortable telling Steven, hey, don't be a dick. And just buy my stuff, you'll be fine. And if it's not, I'm accountable. You can burn me alive on the internet because my people, our people will hang us high, right? And I'm way comfortable with that. So I actually have two businesses. And then, of course, in, in the adversity aspect, um, a lot of companies, they outsource. They take their designs and they find a manufacturer overseas. Because the United States, we are American. As Americans, we do one thing well. Well, we do a lot of things well, but we do one thing really well. And that's when I learn a skill, a trade, as, as an employee, I'm like, okay, I'm good enough. And I break off and I go start my own company. In the jewelry business, we have goldsmiths or jewelers. They work for some company until they get good enough to have the balls enough to go hang a shingle and say, I'm Joe Smith, the jeweler. So there isn't a capacity of jewelers that are skilled enough because the guys who are working for people aren't don't have enough skill the guys who are independent have enough skill and i need them all under my watch underneath my control because i sell i and make very good jewelry i can't subcontract it i could send it overseas very 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 well could however because again i like adversity i said you know what i'm gonna move overseas and start my own company and boy was that hard it's still hard. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, goodness gracious, you could even take it, you could distill this down into micro learning lessons. It's hard because of the currency exchange. It's hard because of oh, the, the, the laws, everything. Culture, culture. When I, so sometimes people call me and they say, Greg, you're, a, you're not out, you're, you're not making American stuff. Well, what's not making it in America? I, they, I don't have enough capability like to, for people in the United States to make it under one roof. That's a, like very large companies who can afford that. I can't. Um, plus, I, I'm an Irish wife. When I was a Marine security guard, I kind of got the taste to move overseas. I lived all over the world. Uh, and thank God the Marine Corps. And I got a taste a little overseas. So I, I own my business. I've got uh, 30 goldsmiths, um, a factory, right? I have a factory. And I'm here in it every single day of the week, five, six days a week. And I, I don't consider outsourcing. This is where I live. Like, I've lived here since uh, 2006. I mean, this is where my call home. And, and, and the United States is my home. And Ireland is my other home. And my wife is Irish. So we, it is what it is. I'm, like some, some guys who, a little sliver of guys who shouldn't even get any of the time, give me for being an outsourcer. No, I'm, this is where I happen to live. It's like Texas is its own country, man. I mean, like, yeah, 100%. I mean, I mean, 100%. really, it's like, come on, guys, it's insane, and there's only like a very small amount of people. This is what this is where my home is, and our, I, uh, I, I could go on for days about that, but um, we. So let's we talk make, about this. Let's talk. Yeah, I want. Right. I, I, I do want to talk about this. Yeah. And here's and here's here's where you bring up a good point mm -hmm. when you start talking about 
the the type of person that would want to run for want for first run a business, second yeah. run a jewelry business, third run a jewelry business to where they control the process and 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 develop the materials all. Essentially, you're you're not outsourcing. You're you're doing it all yourself. You have a a, a business where you do manufacturing. That's incredible. So this is Knucklehead Podcast. This is not everything worked perfectly the first time and made it look effortless. And, you know, your parents went to an Ivy League school and you grew up with knowing everybody that is very well close. I'm interested in what you screwed up. So let's talk real quick about a time that Greg, who mm. bit off more than what, bit off more than he could chew. And honestly, it, it led to some of the successes that you have now. Where was a time where Greg got his nose bloodied a little bit in the business world? And it came out and it stung a little bit, but but you learned from it and you were able to apply that learning lesson going forward. So when I wanted to start the Jewelry Republic, I was already in operations for my, my factory, which is called Spoke Jewelry, you know, uh, where I make, we make jewelry for big brands across the world. And I, I said, you know what, I need to work target on, the, on our military community. When I started that, I, I, I thought this would, you know, I just turned it on, make a bunch of collection and make a nice website and go, absolutely not. I mean, I, first of all, I got, I, I, I was unaware of with the decision making process because I kind of believe too much. I kind of I kind of always have this desire in me to to see the good in everybody, and it blinds me to the bad. And I don't know where that comes from, but I, I suffer from it often. Spent sixteen thousand dollars on my website. Yeah, and it wait it was like five months, six months, seven months past due. <laughs> so and then and then I go find a copywriter who I paid thousands of dollars to who did not know how to do a click funnel and he was paid to do click funnels. I only see the good in the man and I find out he doesn't know anything about what he sells me. SEO, online marketing, all the work that I put into the Jewelry Republic, I realized over about the two year period. You've never heard of it, really, boy, because I've been throwing money in a trash can for two years uh, prior to last year when things started. I got a good team going, and I learned to open my eyes and not inject my ethos into the other person on the end of the phone. I don't know why I do that. There's probably some family familial stuff going on back there, but I, I had to stop doing that and qualify them a lot better and not just take everybody for their word. And that's an important message for our community is, we're nice people, I think, a lot of us in, the, in our veteran world. And I feel like there's a lot of people out there who do want to take advantage of that. All the way to the guy who ripped me off in San Diego, which is a precursor to why I started the Jewelry Republic, so that Lance Gould will today in SOI. If he wants to buy something, call me. You will not be ripped off. But that continues to happen to our military community all the time. And in my case, I lost time by at least two years. I'm talking upwards of 50, 60 grand just in projects, development, money out the window. And it is very, 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 very important that you vet your people. Don't inject your emotion into the person you're going to partner with as a vendor, for example, and to have hold them to a, a certain amount of accountability. Now the jewelry public is working out. It, it, people are getting the message there and, and the message is being put out there properly, effectively. And that, I only got that from learning. By not reaching out to the right people, not um, not talking to mentors. Like we have a lot of great mentors on the tribe, the veteran veteran tribe. I didn't reach. I'm very kind of weird that way, but I'm much different now. Where I, I talk to these guys and I say, "What were your, what are your thoughts?" And not only hear their words, but take their words and do their words. I often I hear what people say, but actually executing what they say when they, on their on their life's pro tips. They they they've been down this road. It's very important to listen and act on the mentors that you find in your life. 
That's interesting. Yeah, I mean, you just I mean, you just hit the nail right on the head. So when I say you hit the nail right on the head, let me clarify. All right. So for those of you who are listening, what Greg just did is he walked you through uh, a mistake that that um, you know that cost him thousands and thousands of dollars. He referenced a couple years uh, in terms of timeline, but what it did for him is it taught him a, a lesson, and that lesson is your although you may be out there. Um, running a business and you are that, that persona, your, your makeup is independent and you can do your thing and you can champion a cause and you can, you can have the American dream fired inside of you. You still need some help. One of my favorite books that I've been reading a lot of right now, it's called Primal Branding, where it talks about the development, not just your message, but how do, like the American story is a story that's told over and over and over again. And it mm -hmm. starts out, at, you know, in an institution like school, and then it's echoed again at the home. And then, and then there's messages on, on, you know, in media. But, but what we're talking about is sometimes you can, you can lose yourself in that message thinking that it can all be accomplished only by you. You got to take the advice of some counsel like he's talking about, and then you have to go apply it. And then guess what? You got to go back and talk to him again because you're, you're going to screw it up along the way. It just and is what it is. And open yourself up to that. I mean, we're, we're our, our military type A attitude or type A personality. We kind of close ourselves. We can accomplish everything. We're pretty talented people that way. We're, we're comfortable in adversity. We're good right. there. But don't, don't shoot yourself in the foot and just spin yourself in circles. Reach out to somebody who is a known guy, and often they, they, they may ask you for money. They may not try to guys who won't ask you for money first and see what they have to say, and and take their their advice and run with it. Don't keep it in between your ears because there's a lot of powerful information out there, right there in books as well. Well, we just call we call that we call that here a knucklehead get some wins, right? And if you're listening to the show and you hear Greg and and something's striking a you know, a chord with you, meaning you find something that you, that you want. You reach out to somebody in business and they give you kind of the, the heebie-jeebies because you feel like you're being taken advantage of. Connect with them. I mean, we live in a world where you can reach out and touch somebody. And he's going to tell you here in a few minutes how you can get in touch with him, either on his site or his social media channels. But also, if you're listening, subscribe to the show. Literally, what you're experiencing here on this podcast is an opportunity to learn from an entrepreneur and also, also learn from an entrepreneur host that can talk to you about some of the things that they've screwed up. We live in a world where all you're only shared the success. Well, in the thought process of don't be a beta, the idea is we, we subscribe to the philosophy that we're going to share the things that we've screwed up. We're going to share the mistakes. Why? Because that's not popular. What's popular is what, what gets uh, traction on Instagram. What, what, what has a, a funnel that's paid with money on the backside so it gets your attention and, and embedded into your newsfeed with your followers? No, we want to hear the things that people screwed up. And that takes courage. And so it's good that Greg is taking the time through a thunderstorm that you might be able to hear here in Dallas. But the, he's th through the adverse in this recording. It's had to stop twice. It's ridiculous. But Greg is championing through it because he is what he is. He is a, he's a stud. So anyway, Greg, I, uh, I'm going to get off uh, the soapbox there for a second. Let, the things that you screwed up in those mistakes, can I ask you a question? Um, is it okay to ask you this? All right. What was it like for your wife to watch you go through that? Great question. It, it was um, it's very, very, very tough because obviously there's a financial aspect and we don't have a bank. Everything we do comes from, we have a bank, but we don't have any finance or anything like that. So everything comes right out of pocket. So you can see your cash drop. And um, she's very much embedded into our business. She does our design and uh, customer service and gemstone. She's a gemologist, so she does a very important part of our business. So she sees it. But what happens is tension 
comes into play. And the tension, I've been with her since I was a Lance Corporal, so like 1997. Wow. Congratulations. So, what, thank you. So what, what we have to do is something we kind of touched on either in this conversation or the pre-record we were talking. It's about changing the dynamic. When, when you're trying to do the same thing like all the time, you kind of, you're kind comfortable in this muscle memory responses when tension happens with, even within your own family or your life or whatever. I always want to, I typically used to want to really go to what I'm comfortable with, which would be insular. I really close off. I shut up. I, I need, I say, everybody, just give me some space, which is for me, fine. For everybody else, I'm just like closed off and they're waiting for me to emerge out of this cocoon of negativity. But basically changing the dynamic of how that behavior of that particular problem changed the dynamic of how I'm reacting to that. So when we were going through these phases of you know, really failing with the Jewelry Republic, going into how we deal with it by changing the dynamic instead of you know having you know, generating arguments and fighting, we we addressed it. We talked about it. We put pencil to paper and said, okay, this is the kind of money we continue to invest in this to take action so that we're not going like, to bankrupt ourselves all, along the way. That's interesting. Yeah, it's, it's a completely different philosophy. I mean, yes, you think communicate, right? I mean, in its simplest form, all you're doing is communicating. But also 93% of communication is nonverbal. So what are you communicating before you actually start to speak? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's amazing how you know, voice inflection and the tone that you use and your rate of speech and all of the internal conflict that we just talked about how comfortable we are with, not everybody is. And just because we are doesn't mean that we need to subject everybody else to that Correct. comfortableness. Correct. We come from very different backgrounds, all of us. Like some of us have great families who are loving and nurturing. Others like me come from just constant fighting and abuse and hell and just uh, discomfort everywhere. Therefore, my muscle memory puts me comfortable in that space where my spouse has a fabulous family. Everybody loves each other. They're all nice. And she's not accustomed to like this fiasco. And, and, and I'm like, well, just get on board. Duh. And, she's like, and she doesn't have those tools. She doesn't have those scars that protect her you know, a little bit. Beyond, like a little comment from like, let's say my mother to her, to me is like, oh, whatever. But to her, it cuts right through her heart in her, into her spine and blows up the wall behind her. It's a, and I'm like, what? Calm down. And because I'm equipped, she was not <laughs> at all. And it took me years to kind of figure that out. So changing the dynamic in how I respond to her concerns, how I respond to concerns with failure, I had to change it up to succeed. If I did not change it up, I would absolutely never succeed. And I would either, A, just be flatlining everything business-wise, flatlining everything life-wise, flatlining relationships. But no, I, I kind of just woke up and said, you know, I'm not alone. Not that, that, that What I mean by that is there's other people who need to be affected by me in a nice way, not in a confrontational way. Um, and it, it changes everything. So read a little bit again. I mean, it's really, the value of, of these types of podcasts even is so high. I mean, because we're just two dudes and... Hopefully there's a bunch of other dudes and dudettes out there listening and going, oh, I got those some sort of problems like that. It's super hundred percent. Well, I mean, that's why we started the show. And you're absolutely right. People out there, especially your audience, whenever when folks pay attention to Jewelry Republic or even the folks you do business with that want to know a little bit more about Greg, rather than you, you know, subjecting them to a conversation and explaining all of this, what you can do is just send them the show. You send them the show and they can listen and they can literally Netflix out on Greg while they get to know you a little bit more. And why would they want to do business with you? Well, because you're just like you said, 
we're just guys. We're, we're interested in, in being better every day, challenging ourselves. We, we run towards those challenges and we want to make the, the relationships that we're developing, whether they're personal or business. Yeah. That's the idea. We, we just, we're just interested in getting better. So with that, Greg, tell people how to get in touch with you because we're going to be, uh, we're wrapping right now. So tell people right. how to get in touch with you. What's the best way right. to connect with Greg? Just go to the jewelryrepublic.com. The Jewelry Republic. I, 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 it's all me. It's all in there. Me and my wife. So just say, hi, hi, Greg. Let's talk. <laughs> that's, that's, that's it. I like it. I like it. So people, can people find you or support you uh, on social media channels? Yeah, we're, uh, we're on all of them, basically. But the main ones, Instagram, Facebook, that's how you get a hold of me, the Jewelry Republic. All right. Appreciate well, Greg, we appreciate you taking some time. Anything else that you want to wrap and leave these folks with here in just your morning thoughts? Do not give up. And if your entrepreneurial spirit is cooking, just take the leap. Don't hold up. Do not delay. Just do it. Best thing I ever did in my life. Living in Bangkok, an American, married to an Irish woman. Almost 20 years now is what he's talking about. Actually, over 20 years. 97. By my math, that's 22 years. So good for you. That's exciting. Well, uh, Greg, we appreciate you taking some time. For those of you who like listening to Knucklehead every Tuesday, you have a new episode being piped directly into your ears. So let's have a conversation. If you like what you're hearing, go ahead and subscribe to that show. If you haven't, uh, go ahead and do that. If you have, leave a review. Uh, we want to hear about it. We, I, I ran into somebody a couple of days ago here uh, right up the street, local restaurant. He came up to me. I had this hat on. He goes, oh, you listen to Knucklehead. Oh, you're you're the knucklehead. And I was like, Oh yeah, man, what's going on? Hey, nice to meet you. And so I love talking with not just the folks that, that pay attention to us, but also the, the folks that have questions and have pushback. One of my best, one of my best friends in childhood, episode 13 of this, it's don't be beta and snowflakes. That's the name of the episode. He was like, are you talking about me? Are you talking about, and he believes differently than I do politically. So he was like, are you talking, who are you? Who, who are you, guy? And so he kind of came at me a little bit. So my whole disclaimer in telling you that is that's what this is for, is to get a conversation started between folks. So people like Greg, who have some incredibly powerful business experience, incredibly powerful learning experiences on the personal side, can share it with other folks who are interested in doing what he's doing. So with that, essentially we are wrapped. Don't be a beta about the process. Go out and get some wins. Greg, you're a stud. Thank you for taking some time. Thank you. Appreciate you letting me go over here. So everybody else, we'll talk to you soon.